Revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Career Revamp. You probably will notice that the audio is so much better this week. Last week, the audio was just, it was trash. Well, it wasn't trash, but it just wasn't good. And I didn't realize it until I went back and I heard it and I was like, oh my God. But I was like, you know what? The audio is not the best, but the information is awesome. So I went ahead and uploaded it. And for anybody that's thinking about starting a podcast, the key is headphones. Like, I did not know that. And so that's why the audio is back on point. But I want us to talk about today, what's really holding you back and you having the career that you say you want? Like, let's really get down to it, right? Because a lot of people have a lot of reasons or excuses, whatever you choose to call them, as to why they feel they can't reach that next level. And you will notice, I have about maybe three or four different reasons, but it's still one core thing, right? All of my reasons start with the word you. (laughs) And so it is definitely you holding yourself back. And, you know, that happens because anytime you are trying to pursue something in life, right? You're trying to do anything. There is going to be obstacles that you have to face. I said in my last podcast that every problem has a solution. And it's up to you to go find out what that is. And, you know, when you're facing obstacles, you have to know that those, that many other people have faced those same ones. And so you have to think, okay, if they got past it, then I can too. I just got to go find out how. And, you know, when you get the mindset to where your life is based on you finding a way, it's going to be a game changer, not just for your career, but for your life right? Because you're not one that is easily turned off when things go wrong. And, you know, when you get that mindset that, you know what, I'm not going to allow the obstacles in my life to set the bar, right? Because this is what most people do, right? When they face an obstacle or struggle, they allow that particular obstacle or that particular struggle to determine what they should do. But you got to get into the mindset that, hold on, I can't always fold when things don't go my way, right? Or when things are not happening as fast as I thought that they should. But when you start moving into a place where you know, okay, I want this thing. I'm going to do what it takes because I see everybody else around me with this thing, right? It's going to completely change the game. And so let's go ahead and dive in to to exactly what's been holding you back. So for one, you haven't set goals. And I think that most people struggle with that because They're just kind of, you know, going to work every day, but not really working towards anything at all. And when you haven't set clear goals in place, you're going to find yourself just a one allowing what's around you to control what it is that you do. And that happens because you don't have a plan, right? So what influences what you do is either what other people say is good for you or just what is happening at that time. And that's what happens when you wake up and it's been seven years and you're like, oh my God, what have I done? What have I worked towards? 
And so I know that life can just get kind of very routine and, you know, you kind of just, you know, you're at work and you're having to take care of the kids or the family or, or you're in school to whatever the case may be. And you tend to actually forget, hold on, I'm supposed to be working towards something. Right. And of course, that something is going to look different for everybody, but it's going to be up to you to always bring yourself back to what it is that you should be trying to work towards. And so I know people say, okay, you know, it's good to have the next 10 years planned out. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that you get those goals in place. And if you're a one that is very overwhelmed by goals, I always say, start small. Like, People underestimate, they underestimate the power of short-term goals, right? Everybody wants to know what that big five-year plan looks like or what the next 10 or 15 years. But you know how much power it is in you planning out the next six months? (laughs) When you have goals for the next six months, and it is going to be really encouraging when you are reaching those goals, right? Because the more goals that you hit, the more steps that's being made, you're going to start saying, wait a minute, right? That's what's going to make you get the confidence is the more action that you take. But if you have set this five-year goal, right? And you know it's year one and you're like, I have not reached this specific five-year goal, but there are so many other small goals that's there as well. And so, you know, there's definitely a lot of power in you setting those short-term goals. Like, even if you are one that maybe you're like, you know what, I don't like the job that I am in now. Okay. In the next three months, you know, what I want to do is start actually planning my next move, right? Start putting stuff down, start putting dates on stuff. You know, my clients, when I work with them, And probably like 70% of my clients are people that's wanting to do something new, right? They're like, Alicia, I'm tired of what I'm doing. I want to do something new, but I don't know what it is that I want to do. And so one of the first things I ask them is say, okay, how soon are you wanting to make this move? Right. And they're like, um, um, I don't know. Okay. Well, let's kind of hone in on that. Right. And, you know, I always say, if you can put a date on something, that's going to help you. Now, I know that life changes and things happen and that date can always be moved, but you need to be working towards something because, you know, if you're like, okay, yeah, probably in the next, you know, six months, I should have a job, right? But if you say, you know what, by June 15th, (laughs) I need to have another job, that is going to give you something to work towards, right? Having a date having or even having a specific timeline is going to hold you accountable to something. And so let's say that June 15th comes and you haven't, that job isn't there yet. You can still sit back and think about, okay, what have I done up until this point to make sure that I had this job, right? And so that's the time to kind of sit back and see, is there anything that I need to do more of? Is there anything that I need to do less of? And having a date is really going to help you. But again, right, that date is not in stone. That date is able to actually be moved, but it just gives you some kind of starting point. Reason number two is that you don't advocate for yourself. You're always in this mindset, just accepting what people give you, right? And you have lost your voice. And one of the most powerful things that you can do in your career is to speak up. You know, and I know a lot of people that makes them afraid. They're like, oh my God. You know, they think if they speak up, then it's going to cause them to actually lose their job. I'm not saying being rude, but what I am saying is that if you see something that 
is is going against what it is that you stand for, right? Or if you're in your career and you're like, I've been here four years and I have not yet had a raise, right? Go in and actually speak about it. And I tell people that, you know, you got to get in the habit of speaking up for yourself because if not, you won't ever get what it is that you want, right? And a lot of that comes from you don't feel like you have the right to. And by all means, you do. (laughs) You know, I tell people that when you're wanting to work for a company or when you're going through the job interview process, that they're not doing you a favor. They have a problem and your skill set solves that, right? And so sometimes you want to tend to shrink down, right? Because you don't want to kind of stir things up. And it's like, no, like, you know, when you work for a company, that is a partnership, right? Both sides are actually receiving something. And so don't get into the mindset to feel like the, the that your company holds all the power because that's not true, right? And so you got to get into the habit of speaking up for yourself. But sometimes it's hard to speak up for yourself because you don't even know what it is that you want. Like, okay, Alicia, I know I'm supposed to speak up, but what am I supposed to actually ask for? What is it that I'm supposed to say? And that's because you really haven't sat down and thought about what it is that you need and want. Another reason is that you wait for opportunities to come. Sitting down, waiting for opportunities to fall out of the sky, right? Hoping that somebody will see that you are finally doing a good job, sitting down, waiting for them to say, hey, you should get a raise. Sitting down thinking, okay, maybe they will finally move me up. And this kind of ties into like you not advocating for yourself, right? Because you just kind of want to wait to see what happens. And that's the worst thing that you can do is wait to see what happens. Because, you know, a lot of times people end up waiting for years and nothing happens. And you find yourself trying to make your the person that you work for now fit this mold that they never will fit, right? That particular company that you've been at has stopped serving you for years, years, but you're still waiting for them to say, hey, this is Susie. She's really valuable. Trust me, they know how valuable you are. They just don't want you to know. And I tell people that like, they want to keep you in this mindset to where you feel like you need them. And that's not the case. They need you, right? And so when you get into the mindset of creating opportunities, that's going to be a game changer for you because you're no longer sitting around waiting for things to happen. But now you're in this mode that, hold on, I have to go out and create the kind of career that I want. This doesn't happen by luck. It doesn't happen by chance. It doesn't fall out of the sky, right? And so, so many people are in this pursuit of trying to create a dream job, right? But you've got to get into the mindset that in order for that dream, and I I put that in quotes, (laughs) that dream job to happen is that, you know, you have to go out and get it. And when I say that, what I mean by that is knowing what it is that you want and not sitting around waiting for things to just happen by chance. And a lot of the clients that I work with that have been successful in their careers are the one that really took those risks, right? These are the people that was making like $150,000 a year by the age of like 30 years old. Because when everybody was saying don't, 
job hop, they were the ones <laughs> it was who had a new job every like two years. Like everybody wants to make a lot of money, but nobody wants to do what it takes, right? Because you got to think about it. When you have a company that hires you, when you first start to work for them, you know, as far as the pay, it is what it is. And you may get a two, three percent, I'll say at the most five, but I think five is shooting kind of high, a five percent raise a year, right? So if you stay there with them for, I guess, at least what, maybe four years, right? Your salary has only increased by like 20%. But, you know, when you make an actual career switch or you get a new job, the ability to increase your salary by 30K, 40K, that does not happen at a job, right? Right? That doesn't happen. And so, you know, everybody's so scared to really step out there and to really go after what they want. And you don't know the life that you say that you want is in the move that you won't make, right? And so, you know, I don't knock people staying at a job for a long time. I don't. I think it's okay when you're at a job that serves you, right? When you find yourself being paid well, when the opportunity for growth is there, you're in a very good environment, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, right? But I think it's something wrong with when you're staying in a company that's not paying you what you know that you deserve to be paid, right? That the the acknowledgement of your work is not there, right? There is no opportunity for growth. You tried over and over again to move up and it's always some kind of excuse, right? And the environment is just horrible. And so I feel like staying there, like, why do you do that to yourself? Stay somewhere just so you can seem stable in the eyes of others. It's just, it doesn't make any sense, especially in the time that we're in now. If there was ever a time to take control of your career, it's now. If there was ever a time to do anything in this life, it's now. There is a, I think an eight-year-old on YouTube making $26 million a year playing with toys. Like, (laughs) you don't think if he could be successful, like, the sky is the limit. But I think our parents have told us, you know, like, just go to work. You know, you want to find a very stable job, you know, stay there for 30, 40 years, right? But hey, over are the days of you having to wake up every morning, go to a job that you hate. I think at the end of August, 4.9 people left their jobs. Like, this is the the career, like, revolution (laughs) we've been waiting on, right? Like, like people are not playing because I think because during COVID, they were able to see for one, like, you know, I don't need as much as I thought I need, right? And they started to experience that time with their family and they they were able to do more things that they wanted to do and they had more free time and they were able to really experience life in a whole different way. And that really changed the expectations of people. So to leave an environment of peace and when you were able to kind of kind of structure your life on your own and then have to go back into an office where you're not getting paid anything. Your your boss talks to you horrible. Uh, mm -mm. Like like people quit their job. Like not everybody had another job, right? They just quit because they felt like what they were getting at that current job, it was not worth, right? And so I think it's important for us to start to move into that direction. I'm not saying to leave your job right now. 
But what I am saying is start making the step. Start to actually plan what it is that you want out of your life. And so guys, just a quick break. This podcast is sponsored by Career Revamp, which is an eight-week coaching program for unfulfilled professionals that are ready to go to the next level for anybody that is knowing that they need to make that next move, but not sure what that next move look like. For more information, you can go to IamAliciaPerkins.com. That is IamAliciaPerkins.com. All right, let's go ahead and move into this last point. You keep thinking that you don't have enough. Everybody is in this constant pursuit of trying to get more without them realizing the power or the value of what they already have, right? And this is why when people are are looking to either change careers or do something new, the first thought is, should I go back to school? The first thought is not to sit down and look at their accomplishments and their successes and the impact that they've already made, right? But they thinking, okay, I got to get something else because I don't have enough. And it's really sad, right? Because you guys are way more valuable than you think you are. Like this is why you've been able to stay on your jobs for three and four and five and 10 and 15 because your company knows how valuable you are. (laughs) This is why you've been able to stay at your job so long because they know how valuable you are, right? And so it really hurts me when people are looking to make that switch and they start thinking, I don't have enough, right? I don't have enough. And, you know, I think that goes, this can really go back to a lot of things. And I'm not a therapist at all, right? I just know just with me starting my own business and doing this full time, you know, it really exposed a lot of things, right? A lot of insecurities that I had about myself that I did not know because when you're working in on a job, right, it's able to mask so much, right? Because you are not the one that's really making all of the actual, I guess, rules, right? But when you start your business, everything is on you. And so when everything is on you and you're having to carry this weight, it starts to expose things in you. It it starts to show you, okay, I made this particular choice based on this. Why? Right. And so, you know, this, this feeling of, I don't have enough or this feeling like you don't have value. I think that comes from, it, it can come from a lot of childhood experiences, right? It can come from you having to work in an environment to where your accomplishments and your successes have not been acknowledged as they should. So you're always in this constant state of thinking, am I good enough? Because nobody has ever told me that, right? And so that's where the whole validation comes from. And this is why I don't, I'm not against you having to go back to school at all, right? I feel like it's a great thing if you have a true desire to learn something. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you feel like you have to go to school to prove that you have enough, uh, I don't agree with that because I think you're trying to seek validation in something else. And it doesn't matter how many degrees you have, that validation has to come from you. And so that's why I'm, I'm just not, I don't really think people should spend thousands of dollars trying to prove themselves about something, right? I think that when it comes to college, it should be a sincere desire to really learn about something. And so, you know, that's my little two cents on that. I don't want to seem like I'm trying to say school is bad because I don't think that. 
But, you know, you really got to start being in a place to where if nobody else shouts for you or nobody else says, oh, you know, you're doing a very great job, you have to know it, right? Because the success of your career is based upon that. And so I work with clients in all kinds of like, some have made up to 200K and they still had the same mindset struggles as people that were making 40K. So I don't want you to think that once you reach a certain job title or once you reach a certain pay, that all of a sudden you're going to start feeling confident because that that that's not true, right? I have clients, like I said, from C-suite and down that have the same struggles on the inside. And so you got to get to that point to where you're like, you know what? I know who I am with or without a specific job title. And I tell my clients all the time, like, even when you're trying to move towards this specific job, right? You got to start preparing yourself to be who you need to be to operate in that role. Because, you know, we want these great things in life, but you got to be able to become the person (laughs) that can actually evolve there. And so I tell people that when it comes to your career, it's not everything, but it impacts everything. And I think the higher that you move up, the more it's going to show you you and the more it's going to show you, okay, this is what I need to actually fix about me. That's why I I tell people like when you're in the process of, of wanting to look for a new job or just do something new, your first mindset can't be, okay, let me fix my resume, right? That's the first thing. The first thing I first thought is to always fix the thing that we feel like this is what what, 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 how can I put it? It's like, we always want to fix those things that make us look good. Right. But we never really want to fix us. And so I think that's, that's, what's going to be key. And because when you're going through that job search process and you find yourself applying for jobs and you find yourself hearing no, right. (laughs) When you're finding yourself not being able to get the yeses, That's going to destroy you if you are not confident in who you are, because we will allow people that we don't even know, right? Because this is what happens when you're applying for jobs, when you're going through the job interview process, these people are complete strangers. They don't know you. So you will allow yourself to start to doubt your value, your worth based upon what a complete stranger has said. And, And this is one of the things, guys, that will keep holding you back if you do not get into the mindset that, you know what, as I'm preparing myself to move to that next level, I also need to be sure that I'm doing the work on the inside of me as well. And so I wanted to kind of deep dive a little bit in about what's holding you back. Yes, there are other things that could be holding you back. But like I said, every one of these started with with the word you. You are the only one holding you back. So I want you guys to sit down and think about, okay, what excuses have I told myself, right? What thoughts come to my mind when I say, okay, I'm ready to go to the next phase, right? What excuses pop up? Is it, oh, wait, wait, I don't think I have enough experience or some, some people feel like, well, I'm a certain age, right? So, so what beliefs, what excuses enter in your mind when you are thinking about doing something that you want to do. And I want you guys to write them all down. Right. And then I want you to go through each one and say, okay, is this a fact? Like what, what proof 
do I have that this statement is true? Right. And this is the only way to actually move past these things to see, okay, what thoughts fuel me, right? Because your actions will be based upon how you think. So start thinking about, okay, what is actually driving me, right? So sit down and write all those things down and sit down and say, okay, is this a fact or is just this how I feel? Because sometimes how you feel is is not always true. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Remember, if you guys have any topics that you want me to talk about, go ahead and send those to me at support at IamAliciaPerkins.com. That is support at IamAliciaPerkins.com. If you would like to work with me so we can get you to that next phase, go ahead and have an email sent to me to the same address, support at IamAliciaPerkins.com, and I will chat with you guys soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.